0: Hey, parents, welcome back to The Journey. Dan Panetti. I've got a good friend, longtime (laughs) friend, Carol Ladd, Um, known you since, let's see, um, your daughter Grace was a student here, Mm -hmm. Um, so... When did, when did Grace graduate? Oh, Do we even 20... want to put numbers on it? I
1: know, probably not. Okay. Uh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Sometimes in the, or sometime in between twenty uh, ten and twenty somewhere, somewhere back yeah. in the day. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But, um, and then Joy is uh-huh. uh, is a PCA parent, so technically yes. you're a PCA grandparent.
1: Yes, I am. So yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you
0: for being here. Um, but you're also an author. Um, mm-hmm. You're a, a mentor and discipler for women. Um, you um, discipled my wife um and uh, and I know you and we'll we'll throw this up for those who are like on video though cuz I know you back from um <laughs> the power of a positive mom days right um, but you've got so many other things that you've yes. done and worked on um you know positive connectivity yes. a book that you just released you said with your uh-huh. dad mm-hmm. um positive leadership principles for women uh-huh. um Bright ideas for busy moms, right? There's so many things that you've got um, that God has just blessed you with to be able to encourage, Mm. empower, strengthen moms specifically, but but just all parents. And so- That's what I wanted to talk about. Yes. I just wanted to sit down with you and I wanted to talk about um, kind of the journey of parenting, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, those uh, early days through middle school, high school, and then on to being a grandparent of just what wisdom would you want to give um, to parents, specifically moms, Mm -hmm. but all parents will pick up on the wisdom that you're (laughs) going to put out there. Um, And so just kind of like, let's start. Yes. right? Let's let's go back to those early days mm-hmm. um, when you've got, you know, a couple of kids, right? You know, your, your first little one, you're dropping them off at PCA and this is great, but you've got, you know, kids who are crying in the background and you feel like all you're doing is changing diapers mm-hmm. and you never feel like you get enough sleep. I think mm-hmm. that was my big thing, mm-hmm. right? We were just, we were literally tired all the time, yes. right? And And then things like, you know, um, the holidays that come up, right? It's almost like you don't actually get any rest.
1: Right. You know what I mean?
0: It's like we're entertaining family and we're running from place to place and doing all the different things. And then it's like you get back to school and you're like, that was actually harder than being at school. So what would you say for those young moms, those young parents, what would be the word of encouragement to them?
1: Yes, I would say that it's important to recognize that this is probably that period of time when the kids are young Mm. is one of the... Toughest, most difficult times in our lives. You are stretched in every direction because you're, uh, it takes a lot of energy to nurture young kids, to, to care for yeah. them, to listen to them, to deal with all the paperwork that comes from, you know, school and, and uh, different we're trying
0: to cut. We're trying to cut back. Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes, good. Um, but, but there's just a lot of stress. It's it also is. when both husbands and wives are, are um, possibly working more. And, and so there's a lot of more hours outside of the home. Uh, but also, just within the home, there is a lot more that's tugging at you, uh, for physically, mentally, emotionally, a hmm. uh, lots of tugs. And so I, I've uh, told my daughters over and over again, this is the toughest time in your life. Yeah. Uh, this is the stretching time. But it's also the time when we are weakest, we need to really, truly lean in harder on the Lord's strength. And so to me, it's also a time where even though you might not feel like I'm not having the perfect quiet time, I'm not having time alone with the Lord, but still leaning into him is so important. And to to look to him and to say, Father, I maybe didn't have the best quiet time this morning, but I need your help. Father, I am leaning on you. Holy Spirit, give me the strength strength for today. And so this is a time of recognizing when we are weak, he is strong. Yep. I also love in in Psalms, in Psalms 145, it talks about how the Lord, he helps those who are overwhelmed. Mm. I love that verse. It is so important, and it is important for parents at this stage of life where they are feeling stretched beyond what they think they can do to recognize that the Lord does help those who are overwhelmed, who feel overburdened. And so um, looking to him continually is, is really, truly what we have to remind ourselves. Remind ourselves, first of all, this is the toughest time in our life, but then secondly, the Lord has not left me, and I can look to him, and this is that opportunity to lean in hard on his strength.
0: Yeah, And some people have said, and I've, I've heard this, and I've always pushed back on it, when people say, God won't give you more than you can handle. And I'm like, okay, show me in the Scripture where it, where, it's, where, it, one, where it says that, because I think what the what the meaning behind that is, is God won't give you more than you can handle with his strength. Uh. And, and the, the problem with God's strength <laughs> is he can handle anything. That's right. <laughs> so, That's so, right. so when you think, I can't handle all of this. I'm being oh. too stretched too thin. And then you realize, but wait, but with God, I can handle anything. So it's, it's kind of a, you know, from a man's perspective, one of my favorite, you know, chapters in Scripture, you know, is first Samuel 16 or 17 where, you know, David walks in and sees Goliath. And from everybody else's perspective, Goliath is a giant, Uh right, that that you don't have the strength to defeat, right? Uh And from David's perspective, it's like, well, with God—
1: Yes, right. I can do
0: all things, and and, you know, and Paul echoes that, right? With God, I can do all things. And so, when you when you feel like I'm being stretched too thin, and I've got too much to do, and I'm so tired, and then you add the, but with God, we Mm -hmm. can manage this. With Mm -hmm. God, we can get through this. And so, I think that's a great reminder to, especially young parents, but all parents. Yes, is that yeah? When when things are difficult, this is the time that you really need to rely upon God. Yes, right, because you you don't want to be able to navigate life on your own. No. That, that's not a good place no. to be, that you've yeah. got it all under control and, mm. and I'm doing this all on my own because God's like,
1: ah. <laughs> <Right>? I, <laughs> right. want you, I want
0: you to walk with me.
1: Right. You know and I mean? It's a warning button, I yeah. think, when we feel stressed and overwhelmed. It's a warning button to say... Am I looking to the Lord? But then also part of that is looking to the Lord for guidance, too, to make sure that we're we're not doing everything, because the other challenges uh, during this stage is that everything looks so fun and wonderful, and we've got to do everything, especially, right. you know, in the holiday season, we That's think right. we have to do everything. And so, again, not only looking for the, to the Lord for strength, but looking to him for guidance yeah. to say, Lord, what's prudent? What is right for our mm. family? Good word. Oh, thank prudent. you, I big that. word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But our, our, it's not just our kids have a fear of missing out. We- as uh, parents, we have a fear of missing absolutely. out too, right? Mm-hmm. They're going on vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just did a, you know, new uh, kitchen remodel, <laughs> they, right, whatever it is. And we feel right. like well, we're missing out too. And it's yeah. like sometimes you have to say, no, that's, this is not a season for that. That's right. So, yeah. Super yes. good reminder. Yes. So, okay. So yeah. as we move from <laughs> the last kid is out of uh-huh. diapers and, yeah. right, and, and, you know, they're all potty trained. And now we've got a kid moving into middle school. Yes. Things are different. Yes, M- middle middle school is a is a very mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yes. and, and we all remember because we went through it. But right. but from a parenting perspective, watching your son and daughter navigate middle school can right. be a really difficult thing. Yes. Right, boys and girls very different. Right, mm-hmm. but watching them go through um, kind of the you know the emotions, mm-hmm. uh, the very high highs, the very low lows, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a very difficult time just from a parenting perspective because you feel like I want to come in and I want to rescue, but it's also the time you realize you know what, if they don't learn to push through some difficulties. If I don't allow them to do some of these hard things on their own, mm-hmm. I'm kind of crippling them for life. Mm-hmm. Right? It's yes. it's not just about, you know, hey, let's let's get this project done, but it's like, you know what, okay, you didn't get it done. You learn from it, but you're mm-hmm. gonna learn this life lesson going forward, right? And if I come in and I, you know, helicopter parent or lawnmower parent and mm-hmm. I just keep on doing that, mm-hmm. right? It's setting that kid up for disaster later on in life. So talk to the parents, middle school yes. kids, what's yes. what's kind of the words of wisdom for them?
1: Well you know, physically we're not as stretched uh, during those middle school years because we're not doing all the nurturing and changing diapers and all that. Right but it is a time where we need to be very present emotionally mm. and uh, our kids need emotional strength during this time. Their hormones are beginning to change and they're becoming very prickly. And so I <laughs> often tell parents that we need to be like a pillow. Oh. A pillow because the kids are being prickly and sometimes they don't even know why they're being prickly. They don't even want to be prickly. Do they really. might be really obnoxious and then go into the room and go why was? Why did I do that? Yep. I didn't yep. mean to. Um, and so we need to be a pillow, absorbing some of that prickliness, but with a pillow, there's a boundary, hmm. and so we also recognize that we don't let them overstep boundaries of of disrespect or unkindness or dishonesty true, or true. Uh, right. all the different things, and so we we um, have to be there. Uh, emotionally for our kids, recognizing and understanding that they are going through a difficult time and they need to be able to talk. Yes. They need to be able to pray together. And we need wisdom. So, whereas that first stage we talked about praying for strength and praying for guidance, I think in this next stage, oh Lord, give me discernment and wisdom. Mm. How do I handle this situation? Sometimes before we react as a parent during this stage we need to ask the lord lord give me give me what i need give me the wisdom i need mm-hmm. to discern what's really going on here yeah. to see have eyes to see the heart yeah. and not just oh this outward uh, um, prickliness cuz
0: yeah. cuz that, that's what we're parenting is the heart exactly right? we're parenting yes, the we heart are. of a child that yes. god Wants to have, right, beat with his heartbeat. Mm. And, and I'm yes. just going to tell you, it, it doesn't always do that. It doesn't do it for me as a right. 54-year-old man. So yes. how could it do it for a 14-year-old boy <laughs> or a 14-year-old girl, right? Yes. But that, that's the point, right, yes. is to take those times when, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, there's some stress and anxiety and difficulty and sin, mm-hmm. right? Because that's one of the things we prayed for mm-hmm. our kids is always to get caught in their sin yes. early, Yes. And, and they would always tell us, "We hate that prayer, right? Like, <laughs> I know. Why Why are you praying that? that? Right? Yeah. But but so that we can steer you in a different direction, right? right? Because right. sin sin wants to isolate and mm-hmm. insulate and mm-hmm. to stay in the darkness. Mm-hmm. But when you bring it into the light, right, mm-hmm. you can address it. You can receive the forgiveness, and then you can move in a different direction. And so yes. that was from a parenting perspective. It's like we know that we're raising right kids who are um, bound in sin, mm-hmm. right. And yes. part of the parenting process is helping them navigate that so that. They they can choose differently than following their own flesh the world or the enemy <laughs> Right? Yes. And so it's going to be a constant battle it with is. them. And from a school perspective, right, when you get the call from you know the school, hey, you know, little mm-hmm. Johnny did this or little Susie mm-hmm. did this, it's like, okay, parenting opportunities.
1: That's right. They're not a finished product. They're a work <laughs> in progress. <laughs> <That's And we> <laughs> middle school <laughs> students, they're not a finished product, right? <laughs> right. We should make T-shirts of that. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, for every middle school parent, yeah. yeah. They're not, they're not Remember, finished. work yeah. in progress. Work in progress. W- one of the things I would say in a very practical sense is to be there to listen Mm-hmm. And during this stage, this junior high or middle school stage, yeah. um, I would say one of the important things is, as much as possible, have dinnertime conversations. Now, I know that that is difficult. In fact, uh, everything is pulling against that because of practices and different things after school. Yep. But it, as often as possible, in fact, studies show that when families have dinnertime conversation four or more times a week, that pa- kids are more likely to do better in school, yep. do better in on test scores, adhere to family values, and stay out of trouble with the law. Yep. And so uh, this, this time of talking is essential because it gives us time to listen. Yes. And In the middle school years, kids need to know that they are seen and heard. Mm -hmm. That's the deepest desire of all of our hearts. I mean, that's what I love about the Lord is that he sees and hears us. And I'm so very thankful. And so our kids need to be reminded. We need to be reflections of the Lord's love. Mm -hmm. And his love is patient and kind, but he sees us and hears us. And in junior high, middle school, I keep saying junior high because that's what I grew up with well, um, I grew up uh, middle with school, I Yeah, middle school. I know exactly what you're Yes, talking yes. About. And so, um, yes, making sure that our kids know that they are yes. seen and heard by us. Yes. And as we ask the Lord, Lord, help me discern their heart issue. Yes. I can't do that by looking at the outward behavior. Father, it's going to take a spiritual. It is going to take you, Lord, yes. to help me see their heart. Yes. And so that would be but my you greatest. Can't,
0: you can't discern any of it, not only without the Lord's help, but if you're not listening. Right. If you're not having those conversations. Yes. So, so two books that, that I recently did, The Coddling of the American Mind, um, and then Hold On to Your Kids, written by non-Christians. Oh, talk, talking about, from a parenting perspective, kids and some of the difficulties they're going through and all the different things. And both of these books said, mm. right, if you want to move in a different direction and you want to do a better job with your kids raising them, both of them said, have dinner time with your kids. And I was like – Like there, there it is. Right, the research Mm -hmm. from a secular perspective Mm -hmm. supports the biblical concept. That we need to be spending time with our kids, listening to our kids, mm. having dinner with them, sitting down, mm-hmm. right? And some parents mm-hmm. look at me like, I'm like, I've got to make a seven-course deep. I, I, no, I, no, I no. Didn't no. no. I, I didn't say that. No. I didn't say that. Chick-fil-A. All right. You pick up Chick-fil-A, but <laughs> right. sit down right. for dinner, mm-hmm. right? And have an opportunity to talk. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is is when everybody disperses to different rooms or when people are, you know, flying through mm-hmm. and, you're, you know, you're, like, you're grabbing food here, you're grabbing food there right? you've got to have some time to sit down and and to listen to your kids talk and they need to feel like as you said I'm being seen I'm being heard yes. right and that's when right out of the overflow of the house the uh, heart the mouth speaks yes right and you go oh, oh. like I, I can see what's going on inside mm-hmm. now and we can start mm-hmm. trying to figure out how do we help them navigate these things because they're being hurt by somebody right yes. or they're they're missing something right mm-hmm. and, and you help them navigate these things to let them know that hey here's a season that we're in again mm-hmm. middle schools a season mm-hmm. it's not always going to be like this that's right so that's great right. great reminder any yes. other thing for those middle school years yes
1: I um, I, I just think that uh, recognizing the the challenge of their their hormones and yes. recognizing that th- that is something going on inside of them I wish I had recognized that a little bit more so that I didn't react I I, um, I, I think that it's important for parents at this stage to not react as much yeah. and and be shocked by their behavior, yeah. but to recognize there are hormones going on, Amen. to lovingly handle it like a pillow, but, but not letting them get away with things yeah. as well. So again, it takes great discernment. Right now I'm reading in Daniel, and I'm thinking about the discernment that Daniel, God gave Daniel discernment. Yes. And that is truly a gift from God. And, and so that's where... Yeah. We have to ask, Lord, my my daughter is being so prickly, I have no idea what to do with yeah. her. Uh, help me, Lord, to be that cushion for her. But, Lord, help me to navigate. Yeah. Help me to navigate so that I know. I love that. Yeah. You
0: see that I, Esther, I think about Esther when yes. she has to go before the king. And it's like, mm. you know what? If I feed him first, he's going to be a whole lot more receptive to <laughs> listening to okay, what I want to say, but it is, right? It's, yes, it's, it's, it's having that discernment of mm-hmm. God, help me see mm-hmm. right, what's going on in the life of my child so that yes. I can help them and draw them to you. Yes. Super, super important. So now yes. high school, mm, right? Now, yes. now here's the deal. Now they're driving. Uh-huh. Um, so now there's a whole different Um, set of concerns, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're working, they're out with friends. I mean, they're, they're busy all the time. That's the Mm -hmm. one thing is, um, you know, you watch these high school kids and they have a lot of work to do. Um, You know, they're, they're constantly keeping up with their work and, and and it is, right. I mean, PCA runs fast and hard when you get to high school. It's like, there's a lot of things to do and Mm -hmm. a a, a lot of kids are involved in things, Mm -hmm. right. Athletics, you know, arts, um, you know, all the different things that are happening. And so, what do you say to the parents who yeah. have those high school kids now before they go off to college, those high school years, mm-hmm. what's the wisdom for them?
1: Yes. Well, and and I think uh, all this activity is not necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. because they do need something to pour their energy into that is positive. Yeah. And we always want to be steering them towards the positive things that they do and, and encouraging them towards what how God has gifted them. Yep. But the thing we want to be aware of in this these latter years before they go off to college is. We want to watch who they're hanging with. Yeah. Um, my, my husband has always said we become like who we hang around, yeah. and it, and that's especially true in these high school years. So we want to be aware of who they're hanging with. Now, how do we do that? Um, there because they are out the door a lot more right. and they're on their own, and and so. I think that it's a very important to be as hospitable as possible, welcoming those friends ah, into your home. Uh. And I believe that it's important to— So you can get to know them. Yes, so we can get, <laughs> get to know them and see who Bring they're hanging over. with. Hey, not, only just, not only just getting to know them— but influencing them, influencing the friends as well, helping them to see um, uh, a godly example, seeing a mother who's praying. And maybe even if one of those friends starts sharing something difficult in their life, well, let's pray about that together. Yep. So one of the things we did when our kids were growing up is is we made sure that all the friends knew that they could come over to our house at any time. Mm-hmm. In fact, several of the friends had keys to our house. Oh, no. In fact, <laughs> uh, during the senior year, um, I, uh, they were allowed to eat lunch off campus. I'm not sure if they still do that kind yep. of thing. but um, I, So the kids knew that they could come to our house. And I always had a giant bowl, a giant bowl of trail mix. Oh, wow. Just Costco, just get you yep. know, trail yep. mix. Yep. But the kids loved it. They knew that they could get anything out of the fridge. They knew that they could have uh, this giant uh, trail mix. Yeah. There was other snacks around yeah. just so they knew that there was something available so that they knew there was a warm, loving place they could come. Yep. I remember there were times when I would walk into my home at lunchtime and see a bunch of kids around my kitchen table I didn't even see my own kids. Yeah, like, Other oh, kids I'm were sure there. there. Yeah, I guess they're here somewhere. But <laughs> but, kids there, yeah, there are right? kids there, and they feel welcome. They, and and the, mm-hmm. the cool
0: thing is, is, they they know that somebody has anticipated their arrival yes. because they have done something for them. So that's yes. a, that's a great thing as, a, as yes. a young person. Like somebody wants me here. Yes, that's so awesome.
1: Those kids knew that they could talk to me. Yeah. That that I would pray for them, but I also tried to show because they're they're not necessarily wanting to talk that much right. they're learning by my example right. They're learning, oh, they're, they're watching. seeing, they're watching, oh, they're watching, and they're seeing Christ's love. Yeah. I want to tell you something that was really interesting to me. One of the things that I had decided early on in my marriage is that I would um, just lovingly greet my husband uh, when he came in the door each evening from work. Yeah. And and so it just became a practice. In fact, I started racing my dogs. I had uh, two giant dogs at the time, and I would just race the dogs to the door, you know, to yep. just, it made it fun, and and greet my husband. Well, um, I, I didn't realize how much that I- example impacted mm. not only my own kids, but the kids that were at my home. Yep. Uh, I remember one day we took uh, several of the kids to a lake house, and uh, as we were driving back, and this was, I think, senior year, uh, one, one of the kids in the car, her parents were ha- were really struggling, sure. and, and this girl just out of the blue said, you know, Mrs. Ladd? One day when I get married, I want to greet my husband with a kiss and a smile. And I said, Oh, that's, I love that. And yeah. she said, Well, it's because I've seen you do that. Yeah. And I don't have that example in my home. And I want to do that for my husband when I grow up because I love that example. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that was just. I, was ju- I didn't realize that was yeah. rubbing off, or I didn't know that was showing Seems like a, a, small it, it, thing, a small thing.
0: But it's a big example. But it
1: was, a, it was a big example, and it showed me that at this point, they're learning most from our example. Oh, amen. They're learning how to interact with others they're learning how to love well yeah. they're learning how to pray when something is goes wrong because uh, mom prays uh, when when she doesn't know what to do she prays yep. and um, and so uh, they they are watching and this is how they are learning um, we maybe have taught them through our words in those early years yep. we've taught them through learning and listening in those middle school years but now it's time to show them because they're most attuned by our example. Yeah. So they need to see us in the Word. They need to see us opening our Bibles. They need to see us, uh, us speaking kindly and respectfully, not gossiping. Yep. Not doing um, dishonest things. Yeah. not um, but Because they're, they're paying attention. They I are. always
0: say the high school years are where they're looking for the authenticity yes. of what they've heard. Oh. Does, it, does it really match up to your life? Because yes. right? it's like you've, you've told me this, you've told me this, you've mm-hmm. told me this now. They pay attention. It's like, well, do you live it out or not? Mm. Because if you don't, mm-hmm. then everything that you've said gets discounted. Yes. Right. So, super, yes. super important years to just you just keep on modeling. You keep it. You just keep on showing it. I love that you mentioned hospitality, though. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite books that just came out is Rosaria Butterfield's oh. um, "The Gospel Comes with a House Key," <laughs> where she she practices. So, you think some people may be thinking, you know, it's like you know, Carol, I can't open up my house and have trail mix. Well, Rosaria Butterfield goes way beyond. I her. know. I, I, yeah, <laughs> she, I know. I know. I, keep right, it simple. She's like yeah. extreme hospitality. Yes. Yeah. But I I love that idea that sometimes we forget of how important it is to have our home be a place that's warm and welcoming and inviting to have other people in. Because here's the deal. Our kids need to see that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Our kids need to see that, that our house isn't just for us, mm-hmm. but it's God's house, yes. right? And it's for the people of God, and we welcome them in,
1: mm-hmm. right? And
0: then as you said, you don't know what impact you're having on the lives of other people who are coming maybe from a different family or a struggle mm-hmm. or a background, and they're seeing it and they're saying, okay, this is different, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. so that's a super important thing. I love that you shared that.
1: Yes. So I, you know, a, a scripture that, that has been one of those that it, I just hold on to is um, Matthew five sixteen. Okay. let your light so shine among men that they may see your good works and honor the father. And think about that as our light uh, and our home should be a lighthouse yeah. to not our neighbors, our friends, but but most importantly, our kids' friends, yep. a lighthouse where they see the light of Christ and thereby want to live for Christ themselves. And so we're not only teaching our own kids through our example, but, oh, we are teaching those kids that are in our homes. And and we want to affect those kids because as we see our kids who they're hanging with, we want to affect them. We mm-hmm. want to shine Christ's light in their lives because this... This is an opportunity for us to make a difference. We may not be going all over the world as a missionary, but our house is a mission field. Amen. As we open that door, we are a mission field.
0: I love it, love it. Okay, so the last phase, right? Because we don't we don't want to talk about parents and college and all the different things. And you know, okay. But here's the deal. At some point, our parents are going to become grandparents. Yes. And there are some grandparents out there like you. I met you when you were still parenting, but now you're a grandparent. What would you say to the grandparents, Mm -hmm. right? What would you say to the grandparents as far as what their influence should look like? And and I'll say this. I'll throw this out as, as my thought. The world tells people, in America especially, okay, that the goal is to have enough money resources and time so that you can do whatever you want, Mm. right? I can now, I I can now go play golf, right? Every day I can go to Florida and retire and just take (laughs) care of myself. And so I'm just saying, right, is that the message that you would give to grandparents Mm. is, Hey, listen, you've done the parenting thing. You've raised the kids. Now it's all about you, Mm. Because mm. I don't think the Bible supports that. Uh, what would you say?
1: Yeah, I know. I don't read anywhere that it's all about us. You know, <laughs> I don't <laughs> so, read, yes, I read yes, that. anywhere. yes, exactly. Well, so but you... there is that great poll. Yes. I I will say it. There is that that poll to, yep. to okay. Now you've graduated. Do do your you know now live your life. Live yep. your best life. Yep. Well, um, I I think there's a huge responsibility as a grandparent. You know, I also go back to Psalm 145 again where he says one generation commends his works to another, yeah. and we are continually uh, commending God's work yeah. to Psalm the next generation. That's yes? the whole point. One exactly. generation to the next. Yes, yes. yes. So the and work
0: isn't done. No. In fact, in fact, for me, it's kind of a weird thing. It's almost like Scripture kind of tells you that once you start getting gray hair, <laughs> now, now you oh. actually have something to say.
1: Right. Like
0: now... Right. People should be listening to you. And yes. just the opposite happens in our culture. Yeah. Right. The enemy mm. has made it so that, oh, once you get gray hair, which, by the way, everybody colors it so you can't really oh, tell yeah, who's got yeah, wisdom yeah, 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 yeah. But once you get gray hair, then young people don't want to listen to you. And so older people kind of look at that and it's like, oh, well, nobody wants to listen to me anyway. Mm. Right? And I'm just like, no, no, no. Mm. You, got, you have to push back on that. Yes. Now you've got something to yes. say. You've got the wisdom, the experience. You've walked with the Lord yes. for 40, 50 years of your life. Now's the time to be pouring mm-hmm. into those young people, and especially for those parents mm-hmm. who we just went through those stages. Yes. They're, they're tired. They're frustrated. <laughs> they're, they're looking for yes. discernment. And it's like you've got that experience. Now is the yes. time to lean into being a grandparent and engaging as opposed to removing yourself. Yes.
1: And I think there's so much wisdom we've learned from all those other stages, but there's also a patience and a, a little mm-hmm. bit more time that we have as <laughs> as grandparents. Yes, yes. And so how wonderful. You know, one of my favorite things as a grandparent is to sit on the floor and allow the grandkids to nestle up in my lap and and to read to them. <laughs> because I think, you know, how busy and stretched my my daughters are at this yeah. stage. But for me... I can sit right. and read to them, and there's nothing more special than pouring in, reading to them, and loving them, and having that just sweet time with them. But also ju- just talking to them and teaching them about about the Lord and helping them see the the Lord in different ways, and then taking them on little adventures. Um, one of my favorite things here in Dallas, we have uh, the creation. Uh, well, I call it the Creation Museum. It's the Discovery Institute, yes. ICR Discovery Institute. Yeah. It is like Disney World. It's so cool. It is so cool. It is, yes. And it is so much fun to yeah. take We take the all kids. of our
0: sixth graders down to ICR. I, oh, we're going to have a special it. thing with ICR in the spring. Really? Because we have a huge solar eclipse coming up in Ooh, April. Oh, yes. And they are so excited about this. So oh. we're going to be training our parents about how to have oh. these conversations. Oh. But the Discovery Center there? Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's oh. so awesome. And it's right here in Dallas. Yes. Take, take, yeah, grab yes. the grandkids. Take it, them down there. Talk about God, creation. Right. right? And there's so many different biblical stories woven in through there, the whole Noah's Ark.
1: Oh, yes.
0: So I love that. Grab those grandkids and take them somewhere. Yes, yes, and do something meaningful
1: with them. Even going to the zoo with them and just talking about God's creativity in the different animal kinds. And just, oh, it's just such a joy to be able to invest in our grandkids now and to see life from a different perspective. now we do have a little bit more patience, a little bit more uh, time. And there, there's there's also that added blessing of, yes, we can pour into them, and then we can give them back. Right. And, and so we don't have the huge responsibility right. and the weight right. that we felt as a parent of young ones. Yes. And there's just a more relaxed, loving uh, kindness that we can show them. Yes. And, again, we are reflecting the Lord's love. We are reflecting his His kindness Mm. as we love into these grandkids and show them and talk to them about the Lord. But we're coming from a different height, a different angle. We now have a lot more life experience and a lot more wisdom to pour into them. And I'm so thankful for that. We don't want to miss this opportunity Mm -mm. because we do have, God has given us this wisdom and, and patience and kindness. And, and a depth of understanding of God's word, I hope, yes. as we have walked through these yeah. different stages.
0: Yeah. I've got good friends that just turned 80, so they're, mm. they're a little bit older, uh-huh. um, and uh, and their statement was when they turned 80, they sat down and they just prayed and they said, okay, Lord, what's the impact we can have? And they both felt like this. The, 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 the image that God gave them was a, a runner running a race. Mm. And they said, um, does the runner slow down when he sees the tape, <laughs> or does he speed up? Right. And they said, he speeds up. Mm-hmm. And they said, God told them, I want you to do more ministry from 80 until the time I call you home than you've done in the first 80 years. Oh, my word. And so yes. they're like, if he gives us a year, we better get moving, right? If he gives us five years, if he gives us another 10 years. Mm-hmm. But to do more ministry, right, in these last mm-hmm. stages. And so um, Robert Wolgamuth, mm-hmm. um, who wrote, um, you know, She Calls Me Daddy, um, you know, Most Important Place on Earth, great, great ministry. But um, he just came out with a book called Gunlap. And it's the same principle. Oh, good right? lap. Yeah, yes. it, it's the idea. is like, listen, if, if this is your last lap, right, you know, of the last 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it is that you have, right, like make it the best lap. Absolutely. Right? I mean, who cares where you started? Right. Everybody looks at where it's you are It's all end, about the finish. Right. And I, I just think yes. for our grandparents, to me, that's the great encouragement, mm-hmm. is Now is the time to be pouring in. Now is the time to be investing in the next generation, right, to be passing on that legacy of faith, right? The world tells you. Right? That, oh, nobody's going to listen to you. You're older. Right? <laughs> the kids don't care. And it's just like, you know. It- Listen, anybody who loves on those kids, right, and spends time with them, they'll Mm. pay attention to you. Mm. So an incredible opportunity for grandparents to really move into and minister. And even if you're a grandparent that doesn't live, right, your grandparent doesn't live in the DFW area, right, I say be intentional about things so that find out where your kids are and where your grandkids are, right, spend time on the phone with them. Yes, you can Send them little things, right, FaceTime, all those things. Be intentional about making those connections.
1: You know, it's fun. One of the things I did, with, uh, I, I recorded myself reading books okay. uh, on Marco Polo. Uh, uh, and you can use any app. You can just sure. videotape sure. yourself uh, reading a book and then send that to send the book and send the, the yeah. video yeah. to your grandkids. Yes, because I have the whole set in Philadelphia. And so, yes, I, I, I have to be more thoughtful. Sure. How can I impact them? Right. And And then when we go visit, even just thinking through, how can I, zero in and sit down with them and and just really uh, enjoy. And and again, there we ask the Lord, Lord, show me, show me um, uh, with my Philadelphia family, how do I, how can I be the mo- uh, most intentional yes. as I'm there? Yes. But I, it's funny, you brought me back to thinking about junior high or middle school when my kids were both running cross country. Okay. And I remember uh, standing at the starting line mm-hmm. and encouraging them as the gun went off, you know, encouraging them. And then I ran over to the finish line. And then I I placed myself not at the finish line, but a little bit, you know, uh, back in there. So uh, while they were still running, so that I could yell two words, finish strong, finish strong. Right. And I would yell that for each of them as they as they had that last little bit to run. And I think that's what we need to hear yeah. the Lord saying, that's finish the strong, that's finish the strong. As
0: parents and grandparents, that whole thing, right, of just finishing strong. What, what a beautiful mm-hmm. reminder.
1: Yes, right. yes.
0: Awesome. Carol, thank you for your time. Thanks for your yes. words of encouragement. Thanks for the, the writing that you continue to do, right? Oh, I want yeah. our parents to know, I'll put some of the books in the show notes, but yes. I, I want our parents to know that these resources are out there to encourage, to equip, to challenge, to Mm. motivate, right? So Mm. I appreciate you just continuing to do that. What a blessing it is. Um, But I'm thrilled, right? You're here. The girls are doing well. Yes. The grandkids are doing well. Um, And it's just, it's such a neat, you know, um, just opportunity to see you over the last 20 well, let's not say how many years, over the last <laughs> few years. Right, yes. Just walk out the walk, right? And invest so much of what God has put into you, into others. So oh, thank, thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you for the work you're doing here, too, Dan. Though. I, appreciate I appreciate it. it. Thank Thanks. you.
0: Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on the journey.